0: on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on third? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking
1: about him. All right. All right. So here we are. I'm taking it away.
0: Uh,
1: what's up, everybody? We're back with another preview. We're doing the AL Central today. Barney, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Of course you are. And the Ulster? I hurt all over. <laughs>
0: we all do. Don't we all? Yeah.
1: Um, all been right. a
0: tough day today. Oh, yeah, Physically man. demanding.
1: It's been pretty demanding. Uh, Antoine? I'll be leading this examination of what is arguably a pretty bad division.
0: It's it's a very top-heavy division.
1: It's top-heavy. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the right words to say. Like, there's two very good teams, like one very good team, one decent team, one team that might surprise you, and then two pretty bad teams. Yeah. So let's dive Um, into them.
0: Yeah. Great. So first team is the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Uh, Last year they went 36 and 24, won the division, Um, but they they've made some changes. They got rid of their left fielder, Eddie Rosario, their relief pitcher, Trevor May, their great guy, Dick Mountain, otherwise known as Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Uh, I, still know, so their... I still don't
1: know why Dick is, uh, is in there. I, get uh, the, I, get I think it's
0: related to like Richard was shortened to Rick and then Dick.
1: Okay, yeah. Is, I,
2: I
0: don't know. Yeah, is Dick, con-
2: Dick is a nickname for people named Richard. That's weird. Yeah, but like
0: why? I don't uh, know, man. Jake Odorizzi, great starting pitcher, now gone from the Twins. Yeah. uh they have re-signed their designated hitter, nelson cruz uh they also picked up the shortstop andrelton simmons and they replaced Oda Rizzi with ja yeah
2: so holly what does their lineup look like there? uh it's oh boy i need to learn yeah. how to type uh it's looking True. okay it's um so we've got josh donaldson and nelson cruz and miguel seneau in the heart of the order and that's a pretty um, good heart
0: of an order yeah uh, this team can hit. This team—they've mm-hmm. always been able to hit.
2: This team can hit, and not only that, they also have two of the best defensive players at premier defensive positions in Byron Buxton mm-hmm. and Andleton Simmons. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think people might underestimate that part of their their um, of their team. Like the left side of their infield, like Josh Donaldson has a good glove as well. Oh yeah. Um, um, Zeno is a converted third baseman, uh,
2: so he has some glove skills, I assume. Uh, let's find out, Mister Miguel.
0: Nelson Cruz just continues to produce. Oh, God. Oh, that,
2: that man does not age.
0: No, not at all. I think he's... Has he picked up two Silver Sluggers in the last two years? Yeah, that sounds right. As like a 37-year-old or something? That yeah, he he leads,
1: right. he leads the league in home runs since 2008.
0: Yeah, just you know an about, absolute machine yeah, of a hitter.
1: He has 400 home runs in his last uh, 12 years. Coincidentally, so he has 417 home runs for his career, and he's hit, I guess, nearly all of them. Since 2000, yeah. So he's been in the league since 2005, 2006. First full season with Texas, he had nine home runs. And then he just went off 33, 22, 29, 24, 27, 40, 44, 43, 39, 37, 41, and then last year, sixty.
0: It was like alphabet soup for numbers, dude.
2: Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, so... So I've looked up Sano's uh, a... defensive numbers, and he's at best average at first All place. Right. Okay. But that's still better than yeah, being still bad. better than complete trash.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I mean, that's not why he's in this lineup. Yeah, he's in this lineup because he puts balls over fences. That's
2: why he's batting fifth. He's also just like huge. That too.
0: I've seen
1: him. I think like there were questions about his age before, but now I still like he's only 27, and he's been yeah. in the league for like five years already. Yeah, he's good. It one. feels like he's been around forever. Yeah. See the 131 home runs, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah this guy just... This guy hits. Uh, I mean, this team hits. Yeah. This team crushes.
0: So what do you guys think about the changes that they've made? Notably getting rid of Trevor May and Jake Odorizzi and picking up Andrelton Sismonds and Jay.
1: So first off, I don't think Jay Odorizzi has signed somewhere yet. Yeah, I think he's still a free agent. Has he
0: not signed yet? All right. No. Well, he so, might come back.
1: Yeah, so potentially might come
0: back. However... I, yeah, I don't think that we should grade them on that. No.
1: No.
2: Um, But... But, like, if we take yeah. a look at their uh, their starting rotation, it's not looking bad. No. Like, having Matt Schumacher as your number five guy is not bad.
1: No, and they also,
2: like, they have, I think they
1: have, like, two pretty reliable, like, two of the, like, I think Jose Barrios, Kenta Maeda, and J.A. are like, three reliable starters. Kenta Maeda yeah. can be really good. Jose Barrios can be really good. And Michael Pineda is, like, your wild card. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that this is uh, a rotation that, doesn't have a lot of downside to it. Mm. I think they're kind of the opposite of what we were talking about last week with the Yankees, where there aren't a lot of them. Maybe yeah. they're not gonna take over the world and be the best starting five in the history of baseball because they're not the Dodgers this
2: No, but they're gonna go out there and they're going to give you a chance to win a ballgame most of the time. Exactly. And yeah, with this cool. lineup, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think for this lineup
1: it's more like, you know, try to out out other teams. Pretty similar to the to the Phillies, for example, who also just like have a very heavy lineup that needs to produce. Um, concerning the bullpen, though, let me just check real quick. Got the numbers here. So we got Taylor Rogers, Alex Colome as your closers. And then just a whole bunch of dudes. Uh, I really don't know a lot of these names. Tyler Duffy
0: might ring a bell.
1: Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I think this is going
0: to be a team that just wins its games through offensive production.
1: Yeah, and also, like, we have to take into account that they play in a pretty bad division, as we say. Like, there's, there's some teams that they can beat up. Yeah. So...
2: It also just means they don't have to do a whole bunch to win this division and get their ride to the playoffs.
0: Well, I think that they do have a whole bunch to do to win this division. Yeah, but they they don't
2: need to do a lot
1: to get in like the win games, especially in that division, but they like there's one big other team that they have to overcome.
0: Yeah, they... I don't know if we're going to be seeing two playoff teams per division again this year. No, uh, no, I thought
2: th- I thought if, we weren't. I thought that was confirmed.
0: What, okay, I wasn't sure if that was confirmed yet.
1: Um, well, to be fair, like last year, it was on opening day that they decided to. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, true. That's why I don't know. I don't know. Sure I don't know we if maybe maybe it. they have made a decision on yet. I'm not sure. Anyway, maybe we can just move I, on to the team that they have to beat.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think we should slide on uh, to the team that has fallen apart. That last year came in second in the division, got a playoff spot.
1: We have to grade this offseason first let's do yeah. that uh i'm giving oh, yeah. the twins let's... i'm giving the twins like yeah like c plus yeah i think a, a c plus yeah i think, right.
0: think, think they made a lot a, of side grades
1: yeah i think this is a team that could have added more to like become even more competitive and they just really didn't they re-signed the guy they signed it the, like they filled the hole with Anderson simmons Mm-hmm. I think, like, they can. there's still some guys out there, so they might still be getting it better, but I think it's C+. Plus is-
0: yeah, I think if they re-sign Odorizzi, then they'll... Yeah, totally. All right. I think that bumps them up to a solid B. All right, so the next team that we have is the Cleveland <laughs> baseball team. Yeah. They we're just one game behind the Minnesota Twins last year. Uh, and they just had a fire sale this year. So they got rid of Carlos Carrasco and Francisco Lindor in the big trade to the Mets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also lost Carlos Santana, uh, Delino De Shields, uh, and they picked up Eddie Rosario... Uh, Andres Jimenez in the trade with the Mets and Ahmed Rousseau.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, just a big half I think we just, Somebody put the great in before. Um, yeah, the, they're, they're clearly
2: tanking. Yeah, looking at this team, there's Shane Bieber and everybody else is a scrub or or worse. Like this is not a good baseball team.
1: Yeah, there's like no. you got like Jose Ramirez still
0: a very good defender. Yeah, Jose Ramirez is good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Jose Ramirez, Both. Shane Bieber, like that's it.
0: Yeah, one starter and one position player does not a baseball team make. Yeah, so he's at. um...
2: Yeah, no, the only oh other name. Oh my god, I, uh... that contract for Jose Ramirez
1: is ridiculous, though. Yeah. So, it, like, let me just check real quick for to be sure. You, you guys go on. I'm going to do some some digging into Jose Ramirez's contract because it looks
0: absolutely very long. We'll, we'll move on to the other team that was uh, that finished the season also at 35 and 25, just like the Cleveland baseball team, uh, who I think is possibly the dark horse for the best team in the American, and that's the mm-hmm. Chicago White Sox. All right, I can so see they've it. They've lost they've lost catcher James McCann and their former closer Alex Colome, as well as Edwin Encarnacion and nomar mazzara uh but their big pickup this year is liam hendricks uh former closer for the a's uh he's on like a 40 million dollar four-year contract for the white sox uh they've also picked up adam eaton and lance lynn so this lineup that they have and their uh their starting five is stacked
2: yeah this is yeah this team is going to melt some faces
1: It. Okay, They're... so Jose Ramirez's contract isn't as weird as, as I thought, but still, like he's not making a lot of money. I I might they might trade him in like 2023. Okay, <laughs> moving on to what we're what we were talking about.
2: Yeah, um, um, Tim Anderson so... in this leading off this lineup, followed by Adam Eaton, Yasmani Grandal, Jose Abreu, Breu, Eloy Jimenez, and Juan Mon- Moncada, which are all good offensive players.
0: Yeah, Louis and I mean, Robert. I well. even number seven. You got Luis Robert, the yeah. the runner up for the American League Rookie of the Year vote last year,
2: and Adam Engel in eighth.
1: Madrigal, eight. who, who who thinks he can hit, uh, um, who thinks he can get to 3,000 hits. Yeah, I, I don't this... know if you guys saw any saw this. I no, actually.
0: No, what are you talking about? Uh,
1: so Madrigal uh, thinks he can get to 3,000 hits. He said so in an interview. I think about a couple of weeks ago. Like he's right had here.
2: 109 professional plate appearances. What is he talking? Yeah, about? and he's pretty. He's not.
1: He said like during an interview on the White Sox Talk podcast. Ad uh, Nick Madrigal said he thinks 3,000 hits is reachable for him in MLB. And trust himself the to dominate. He's 23 in the batter's slot that
0: Okay, sure. That's that's fine for a 23 year old.
1: Yeah, and I think like Fangraphs said the whole thing on like how much hits he needs to average over with like the span. You get the 3,000 hits to like over the span of Nick if, yeah. Imagine that he plays until 40. I don't know how much it is. Mm-hmm. Um I th- I just thought it was funny that he that he came out like that. I mean, it, it takes guts to say something like that when you're yeah. a ball player. So, Yeah, I li-
0: I like that we're moving away from for a while there were uh not a lot of personality in league baseball. So I'm glad that people are like coming out and saying things a little bit more and being a little bit louder. Yeah. Uh, even if some of them might be wrong about their ability to reach it.
1: Which is like <laughs> fine if you're wrong on that.
2: Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. He's probably, I, I'm glad that He's willing to say it.
1: Yeah, he's happy that he We're gets... We're talking about it now. Yeah. He's happy that he gets the second base job, I think. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's looking at as a decent ball player. So I have two points. And he's
0: going to be surrounded by excellent players. Uh, some mm-hmm. up-and-comers like Luis Robert and some like very yeah. established, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, I think, think this that is, if he wants that's to what you to want. Read, yeah.
2: Go ahead. That, that's what you want as an up-and-coming player. You come up on an MLB team that has a whole bunch of talent around you. Yeah. And you get a starting spot. I mean... Yeah, it's just. Can it's we just, also
0: talk about this rotation? Yes. Yeah, yes, so we I wa- can. I
1: wanted to make one point because, um, Barty, you said that um, you think that Liam Hendricks is their most important acquisition. I think. Lance, I think so, yeah. I think Lance Lynn is their big guy. I think Lance Lynch just like knocks that, like puts that rotation. Like, okay, we're done. In my opinion, we got Lucas, okay. Lucas Giolito, Dallas Keuchel, Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, and Carlos Rodon. I think like adding Lance Lynn is is has, is, is their biggest acquisition because you got three reliable starters at your top and then two guys below that have a lot of upside and they still have plenty of other arms to, to like plug in whenever they feel like it. But it's good that like three spots of the five are just like locked locked up.
0: Yeah, I think I think that Lance Lynn is a huge pickup. Uh, I just I like closers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like him too. I mean. Maybe I'm biased because the Mariners love to be in one-run games, so I feel like closers are disproportionately important. But
2: I think the only
0: up arguably the best closer in the league, never a bad choice, for a team that's uh, a deep run in play. I think yeah. the only
2: question mark in this uh in this lineup is Carlos Rodon, who hasn't put up an ERA below 5 in the last 2 years.
1: Yeah, they also got a bunch of other guys like coming up though. They got Michael Kopek, Yeah. Who's still, who is who is who might be who might be decent next year. Uh Garrett Crochet, who made his debut last year i think like after only spending like after only
0: being drafted a couple of months earlier
2: yeah i would expect uh carlos rodon to not be the number five starter for very long
0: yeah i mean they could even make a big move yeah if this is in fact a team that like i said might be a dark horse for american League.
2: yeah so uh Gar-
1: gary crochet was drafted in the first round of the mlb june amateur draft in 2020 and made his debut on september 18 that same year
2: all right so threw, expect like, him to be yes. a a May call up.
1: Yeah, probably
2: get some of that um, good old fashioned um, service time. Yeah. So what what I think what I what I think
1: of when I look at the White Sox is okay they got this really fun team apparently. What's Tony La Russa going to these guys? Any thoughts? Hello. Like maybe win the
2: division, probably. <laughs> yeah, but like an yeah. eighty an eighty year
1: old guy, Tony La Russa, at the head of this young core.
0: Yeah, it's weird because, like, it's that dichotomy that's, I think, confusing people a lot. But it's not like Tony La Russa doesn't have a track record of success. No. So if you're talking about Tony La Russa managing a very good ball club, I think that, like, that sort of projects you to a different place than if you want to paint the picture of young guys, uh, explosive. No, that's fair. I, I think it's, like, this This team, I think it would be very difficult to not manage them and do first place in the division.
1: No, I agree. It's just it's it's going to be very interesting. Yeah,
0: it's going to be, to be a lot see, of fun like, to watch.
1: Yeah, for us, it might not be fun to watch like uh, him like being all like unwritten rules on these guys. Like Tim Anderson mm-hmm. flipping the bat, and then he's like, "Okay, now
2: you're benched." We're flipping the bat. That would yeah. be a great way to get fired. I think.
1: Hey, don't know. He's a he's a Hall of Famer person. There's a couple of GUIs. Doesn't get you fired or not hired, Then I don't know what will. Moving All on. All right, so uh, what do you guys think
0: the final grade on these Chicago? Oh, yeah, fi- uh, final
1: grade. Uh, yeah. Call it like a B. B, yeah.
0: All right, I could, I'd give I them could, A minus.
1: Yeah, but... I could see them do more, especially considering what they lost, like McCann, Column mm-hmm.
2: Average it oh, out to hey, hey, a B plus? Hey.
0: Sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the third team. So, fourth? Oh, wait. Fourth, fourth. team. Yeah. So, you guys will remember that there were pod. two teams that we just talked about that uh, finished last season one game out of first place. Now we're going to drop down to the Kansas City Royals, who finished last season 10 games out of first. So already a big drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, they didn't lose anyone noteworthy because they barely had anyone noteworthy on their team. Yeah. Uh, they did pick up some big names. Uh, they picked up Andrew Benintendi from the Red Sox after he had a terrible 2020. Uh, they also picked up Carlos Santana, uh, Mike Miner, and Michael A. Taylor. Uh, and these first three contact- contracts were all for two years, so they, they look like they're... Trying to make something, and they they could be an interesting team that uh, makes a little bit of noise in this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the most fun team, like the the most interesting team to watch in terms of like finding out what they were, what they're actually going to do, how they're going to perform. Um, yeah. yeah, Ollie have a look at their lineup. What do you have to say
2: on that? I mean, they got Ben and batting second, which would be great if he could get back into Red Sox form. And by that, I mean you know early, World early Series Red Sox. Sox form. Yeah. Um, Jorge Soler and Salvador Perez are big names, batting fourth and fifth. Carlos Santana also. It's a great heart of the order. Uh, followed up by Hunter Dozier. Where have I heard that name before?
1: Because of the other Dozier? Yeah, that's right. No
0: Portmanteauing his fort, first name and his last name to think of Hozier, the band.
1: <laughs> Could be. Nice. There is another, there's another There's Dozier.
0: I think it's like Brian. All
2: right. Um,. Yeah, Hunter Dozier, not actually not- noteworthy, according to stats. Uh, Michael Taylor, batting ninth. He was... Who was Michael Taylor? Help me out. Cutting uh, all this
1: anyways. For the, uh, for the Washington Nationals. Like, replacement level, I think. All right. He's known for being very um, uncelebratory. Like, he's very he's very uncelebratory when he just does things, and then when he makes a terrific
0: catch, he's just like, I got the ball, guys. Okay. Yeah, isn't he like a pretty good defensive outfielder? Yeah, I think that's that's his biggest value. All
2: right. Uh, so good, heart of the order, but beyond that, eh. uh, yeah, I think so they're def- very top heavy. Yeah, definitely room for improvement uh, towards the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, I also don't think that this is going to be a team that's terrible, or at least they have the potential to not be awful. They might be bad, but I don't think that they'll.
2: Yeah, this no. this looks like a 500 team for me, and whether they're buyers or sellers at the deadline is kind of up to the, how the first half of the season goes.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All I right, let's rate this offseason. Uh, stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah stars isn't okay. very noteworthy. Like my they got Danny Duffy and
2: Mike Miner, and those are the only two names I know.
1: Yeah, Brett Kelly I've heard of. Yeah, I think, ugh, I don't really know what. I think they signed Greg Holland as well.
2: Um, um, give me sick.
1: Wade Davis. Wade Davis is back. And Greg Holland. So basically the 20, 2015 World Series bullpen. Uh, sorry. Yeah, because that was like uh, Calvin Herrera, Wade Davis, Greg Holland. So they only miss Kelvin. I mean, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're probably have, they probably have a lot they have a lot of pieces that could be like flipped at trade deadline. I think uh, if they're not yeah. in a spot to to make a postseason uh, push, to make a post-season. I give these guys
0: a B plus for their offseason. I think the Royals have had a pretty good offseason. Yeah, I, I They haven't necessarily picked up the biggest names, although Ben Benintendi is a pretty big name. Um, but I think, like in terms of where they were last year and where we expect them to be this year, they've done quite well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah they've, they've they've seen some value in like the Carlos, the Carlos Santana deal is pretty pretty good value for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Miner is pretty good value. Could be bad, but could also be good. And then the Benintendi trade is is an interesting trade, especially considering the fact that the Royals are not going to win now probably. Mm-hmm. So they're probably just taking a bet, like buying low mm-hmm. Benintendi and, and then see if he can like do something and maybe flip
0: again. Yeah, yeah if, if he gets back into World Series Red Sox form, then I think that they've got a great deal. Yeah, I agree. All right.
1: All right. All
0: right so last there's team on one this other list. team that is the last team on this list and maybe the last team in the American League. We'll see. Uh, that's the Detroit Tigers. They finished 13 games out of first place last year. Also known as or, which...
2: the corpse of Miguel Cabrera and the Mudhens.
0: Yep. <laughs> they lost Austin Romine, uh, and they picked up Wilson Ramos and Jose Yes, Yeah,
1: nothing too special here.
0: I, there. I can hardly tell you anything about a single person on this era. Uh
1: There's Jonathan Scope. He's Scope. Decent, yeah, he's a pretty decent second baseman, has a lot of pop. Could also be traded. You got the Noam Mazzara in
0: there. They did pick up Nomar Mazzara, that's right.
1: Mm. And then, yeah, it's probably just waiting for all the prospects to come through. The Spencer Turnbull. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, no, the number one pick a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, uh, they do have, so for their, um, for their pitching, they do have Michael Fulmer, who was a very High-rated prospect a few years ago. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. what he's done since. Has anyone uh,
1: any a Cy Young? Uh, no. Sorry, a uh, Rookie of the Year? <laughs> I enough.
2: think he. I think he got in the conversation. I'm not sure he actually won. Let me just see. Uh, and then there's Julio Terran. Oh, he won it. He won it. All right, nice. Michael
1: Fulmer won it in
2: 2016. There we go. Um, so I'm assuming he's been a, a decent pitcher since. Uh, and they got Julio Tehran, uh, who kind of fell apart after being the uh, Braves' ace for a while. That's that's honestly that's all, there, <laughs> that's all there is to this team. Um they you know are who, he
1: fin- who we who he finished ahead of?
2: Michael Fulmer? Michael Fulmer. Yeah. No finished ahead we... of
1: Gary Sanchez.
2: Nice. Edwin Diaz
1: is also in there. Dang. Tim Anderson? Yeah. There's Keep a bunch of other names here, but those are the big ones.
2: Keep it up Fulmer, I guess. No.
1: I don't think what he I, yes. are he keeping it up? No.
2: No. I mean,
1: I don't think he, he ever became anything above average.
2: Let's find out. Um oof. Last year, he had an 8.78 ERA over 27 innings pitched. That's not yeah, ideal.
1: 50, 54 ERA plus.
2: Not great.
1: Yeah, last year was pretty bad. Uh, I see that 2019 season is missing. He could have had Tommy John or
2: something. Yeah, he, so he didn't play 2019. Let's see what happened to him there. Uh, player news. Um, but yeah,
1: the, the Tigers are just uh, pretty far away.
2: Um, hold on, I'm looking at his player news from 2019. What happened? Michael Fulmer, Fulmer lost his op, arbitration case mm-hmm. in February that year. Then in March, nothing.
1: I mean, what's good to know about them is that their 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 futures looking bright. So they got they're the second rated uh, farm system in all of baseball. They got the number the number four prospect, the number five prospect, and a couple of top fifty prospects. Three more. Yeah. So Spencer Torkelson and Casey Mice. and I think once those guys start to come up they'll probably yeah
2: yeah um once better. how long is Miguel Cabrera's contract still for Oof.
0: the rest of his life, life of my contract. yeah he might get he a lot signed of like month.
2: he signed through 2023 okay um, so once
1: that comes of the books
2: yeah he was so the main problem is not necessarily that Cabrera is a liability at bat because he had a 102 OPS plus last year so he's an average hitter <laughs> uh, the problem is that they're paying him uh, hold on. They're paying him two hundred and forty million over eight years. So they're paying him. God, I can't do math. All of a sudden, thirty million a year.
1: That's not bad. Yep.
2: They're paying him thirty million a year for the next three years for average hitting, and no field. That's almost like Trevor Bauer money. Yeah.
0: I can think of worse deals the teams have gotten them. True. That's fair. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> Subtle. We'll get. We'll get there. A.L. West yeah. is next. Yeah, that's
1: that's that's a that's a very we nice just... plug for our next uh, um, Yeah, AL West, A.L.
2: West is next. We'll get there. Yeah, so yeah, he's
0: uh going to be a lot see, of fun. He's 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 on 30 million contract for 2021, 32 million for the 2 years after that and then the hell is a vesting.
1: That's like when there's uh when you need to get like a certain number of starts or that or Oh, yeah. Games played. Uh,
0: for his age 41 and 42 season he has 30 million dollar vesting options if he finishes in the top 10 of mp <laughs> MVP voting
2: i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's not happening imagine yeah, that's
1: that's, imagine. that's, good, that's gonna you, be one hell of a, of a show do you think
2: that if he got close to doing that that the detroit tigers in 2023 would just say all right you're not playing for the rest of the year like actively sabotage that?
0: No, because if, if he was playing well enough to be in top ten of MVP MVP voting, I don't think they would want to sabotage that.
2: No, and that would
1: probably like it would it would concur with when their window probably reopened. I don't think they're that down. All
2: right, so they're gonna have Miguel MVP Cabrera cap. for like a year or two while their window's opening, and then they're going to give him a grand goodbye while they go to the World yeah, and Series then without gets, him.
1: He goes into the Hall of Fame with uh, wearing a Tigers cap. All right, instead of a Marlins cap.
2: All right. Oh, he did only play for the Marlins for like five years.
0: What is our offseason grade for these Tigers? Non-existent?
2: Yeah, they didn't do anything because they're still rebuilding. Like, there's no point in them signing free agents, but they also didn't really get anybody. I'm going to give them a C then. Yep. They kept the rebuild going, which is all they can do right now. Yeah. All right, guys.
0: So that rounds it out. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts on the overall Center?
1: It's going to be interesting, but not the most fun.
2: Yeah. I'm curious to see exactly how bad Cleveland's gonna be this year. Um I'm curious to see so I'm curious to see both the fight for the bottom in this division and the fight for the top in this division. So, All right,
0: cool, let's wrap it.